Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, July 14th, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We really do appreciate you all uh, dialing in and sharing with your friends, family, coworkers, and associates. The feedback has been fantastic. We ask that you continue to share the call with everyone that you know. If you ever miss one, you can head on over to our website, www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. You can scroll to the bottom of the homepage there. You will see all the calls archived since we launched August 3rd, 2015. So you'll never miss a call. Uh, you can go back, share with other folks, listen, get caught up, all that good stuff at your own time as well. Also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list that's there. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner by doing so. Got some exciting things coming up that we want you all to be in the know of first. Uh, also on the website, you, ladies, head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Um, our events are spirit-led and purpose-driven, and so that's what we do when we come together every Monday night at 8 p.m. You can join us live, and it's free for that as well. So telephone number, everything is there, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Central. And then at one of our live events we have coming up, July 24th, we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia, and then August 13th, we'll be in Houston, Texas. So I recommend heading on over to straighttalkwomenshealth.com and securing your seat for those two upcoming events in those areas as well. And don't come alone. Bring your sister with you. I promise you she'll thank you for it when we are done. And then for those of you that are out there working every day to provide a life for your family, head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's www.builditforyourlastname.com. Check it out. You know, my husband and I, this vision is so powerful. People from all over the world are really resonating with it um, because it, it just really speaks to the heart of people. We believe that inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name. It's important to make sure that what you leave behind once your time here on earth is gone is better than what you had for everybody when you were here. And that's what happens when you build a solid foundation, and a solid legacy for everyone. And so if you head on over to builditforyourlastname.com, you'll see different things we have going on. Uh, one of the most exciting things we have outside of our events is definitely our gear. So check out the gear that's on there. We've got shirts, we got hats as well. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, what company you're with, what you're doing. If you are working to provide for your family, then you can, you can connect with Project Build It For Your Last Name. You can represent for your last name, ladies and gentlemen. It is a powerful movement, so we encourage you to get connected. We have events that we do, uh, so be sure to check that out uh, often so you are in the loop on what's taking place, what's going on. we got photos from our previous events there, videos as well. So just click around and get get acclimated to what's going on with builditforyourlastname.com and share it with a friend. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, be safe. Put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. We ask that you post your notes on social media. Whatever nuggets you get, whatever speaks to you that you when we say it throughout the call, don't be stingy. 
share it with everybody. Post it on social media. Text it out to a friend. When you share it online, be sure to use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can all see it. Uh, and we appreciate you all for that on this day. Honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Oh, absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me clearly this morning? I said I am excited about your future. And this is exactly why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. This is a sentence that most adults say. When we, uh, when we get to the breaking point in any circumstance or situation in our life, as a matter of fact, the sentence, I don't feel like it, is the adult version of my dog ate my homework. Yes. When you say I don't feel like it, you're essentially saying the dog ate my homework because any excuse will do. An excuse is nothing but a well-planned lie. I have discovered, ladies and gentlemen, that the truth of the matter is if you only do it when you feel like it, you will never accomplish it. Let me say that again. If you only do it, when you feel like it, you will never accomplish your it. I don't feel like it. Could you imagine Dr. Martin Luther King having to wake up in the morning to go march, to go speak to Congress, to go speak to the Senate, to go even address the United Nations, and he's on program, he's on schedule because he has marched, he's taken stones, he's been spit on, he's been talked about, written about, and he gets up one morning and says, uh, yeah, I know I'm, I've started this campaign. I know I've started this move for change. I know I've given up my time, my effort, my peace, my, my life, my family time, but, but I don't feel like it. Could, could you imagine Mother Teresa as she's feeding the homeless and she's not stepping over them, but she's bending down to them to serve and to wash their feet and, and she woke up one morning and said, I don't, I don't feel like it. What would the world be like today? What would the history books be like today? I promise you we would never remember them. Please post this and write it down. Never forget it. You are known temporarily because of what you have, but you're only remembered because of what you did. You're known temporarily because of what you have, but you're only remembered because of what you did. I don't feel like it. Every Champion at some point or another didn't feel like practicing. Every champion at one point or another didn't feel like doing what was required. But ladies and gentlemen, you've got to get out of your feelings because your feelings can't vote. If you allow yourself to be led by your feelings, ladies and gentlemen, you will always find yourself going in circles. I'm not saying not to feel. I'm saying you cannot be led by your feelings. You must be led by your faith. Because it is faith that produces mountains or faith that removes mountains. It's doubt that creates them. 
Faith will always move mountains. Doubt will create them. I don't, I don't feel like, you see, sometimes I don't feel like doing certain things. I don't feel like taking conference calls. I don't feel like, you know, uh, uh, you know, being the bigger person. I don't feel like explaining myself. I don't feel like playing team ball. But, but guess what? Feelings, they don't vote. You gotta get out of your feelings. You can't be led by these feelings. These feelings cannot dictate every aspect of your life. They cannot control. You know why most people go through divorce? Because they don't feel like staying married anymore. You know why most businesses get closed? Because they don't feel like fighting for the business anymore. See, Duckinson said it this way. He says, life is a fight for territory. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes over. Let me say it again. Life is a fight for territory. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes over. That's why most businesses go out of business, because people don't feel like humbling themselves. See, it takes, in order to acquire, in order to succeed, or in order to be significant, you have to get over your feelings of pride. You've got to get over your overwhelming feelings, because these are all emotions that people get addicted to. You know, we get addicted to, to, to these emotions, an emotion of rejection. You know, you can get emo- you can emotionally you can get emotionally drained and emotionally addicted to the feeling of rejection. Because I don't want I don't want to hear the word no. I, I don't want people to tell me no. I, I don't want I don't want people to say no. It's not for me. You can get addicted to the emotion of rejection. You can get addicted to the feeling of rejection that it cripples you not to even ask the question. I don't feel. Like and most, most people not only get addicted to rejection, others get addicted to the emotion and the feeling of guilt. They feel guilty all the time. They feel guilty for going after their dreams. They feel guilty for pursuing their purpose. They feel guilty for not living like they used to live. They feel guilty and they allow people to hold their past against them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the past died last night. You can't be addicted to the feeling of guilt. They get addicted to guilt. They get, a, they get addicted to rejection. And most people get addicted, hear me, to overwhelming feelings. Yeah, they can't think to save their lives because they're so overwhelmed. They're so overwhelmed with emotions. They're so overwhelmed with feelings that are so overwhelmed that they cannot compartmentalize to get anything accomplished, to get anything done, because I don't feel, I don't feel like you can get addicted to, to, to overwhelming feelings. You could get addicted, uh-oh, here's the big one, to abandonment. I've suffered from that. Well, you can't get close to people. You won't allow people to get close to you because you're scared they'll leave you. And when you deal with this emotion, this feeling of abandonment, when people leave you, you can't seem to let go. Teach yourself, Jerry. You can't seem to let bad people go from a good situation. And sometimes you can't allow good people to go when it's a bad circumstance. Ladies and gentlemen, abandonment is a feeling you can get accustomed to, you can get addicted to. It's an emotion. It's a feeling that you've got to let go of and let God take care of. I don't feel 
like it. And then because of these feelings, because of these feelings, because we get addicted to these feelings. Now, these feelings, hear me, they become a part of our identity. You start to identify with the feelings, whereas you've never completed anything because you're addicted to trying everything. Did you hear me? You will never complete anything if you are addicted to the feeling of trying everything. Uh, the old folks says you are a jack of all trades and a master of none because you've been led by your feelings. You want to do this today. You want to be in real estate tomorrow. You want to be in insurance the next day. You want to be a, uh, you know, you, you, you want to be a politician the next day. You want to be a preacher the next day. The next day after that, you want to be a network marketer. Then the day after that, you know what, you, you just want to go marching. Then the day after that, you want to protest. We, we can't see what you are because you are addicted to a feeling, a feeling, an emotion that's pulled you and pushed you through every area of your life. You have been led by your feelings. I don't feel like it. Others, they get addicted to hate. See, hating ain't healthy. You can get so addicted to hate that you don't even realize it's hate. You, you have now allowed hate to become a part of your identity. Everything you speak is negative about a person. You see her shoes and you speak down about her shoes, but you didn't know yesterday she was bare feet. You, you talk about, you, you, you just, you, you, this is how you know it's bad. When you hate on somebody that's finally doing better. You give halfway compliments, you backhand people with your, with your wicked words, you, 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 you halfway compliment, you halfway praise, you can't, you can't fully be convicted with giving things and encouragement without it being slanted. I don't feel I don't feel like it. You're one of the mean girls. You're one of the mean guys. You, you, you only say good things when it's going to benefit you. you. You don't have the spirit of honor. You deal in the mechanics of edification. I don't feel like it. Others, you get addicted to anger. Yeah, anger. You just, you proud to be angry. You've got a ministry of anger. People know if they want, if they want to have a bad day, if they want their kids to have a bad day, put them around you. Cause you're just so angry. Everything has angered you. Everyone angers you. Every situation angers you. You don't like staying happy because somehow or another you have been made to feel like anger is the key to heaven. You've got a badge of honor that you wear for anger. You're angry, you're mad at the world, you're mad at your husband, you're mad at your kids, but the reality is you're mad at yourself. I, I don't feel, I don't feel like it. And others of you, you're, you're addicted, we get addicted to resentment. You start resenting people. You, you resent people that do things that you deep down in your heart want to do. Yeah, you, you, you resent people that are executing in an area that you're procrastinating on. You, you get resentment. You start feeling resentment even when you have more than other people, but because they're doing more with the little that they have, you, you can get into resentment. You, you, resent, you resent people posting about their marriages because you are ready to go through a divorce. You, you resent people posting about their cars because 
you feel like because they got a Bentley and you riding a bicycle, there's no hope for you. You 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 get resentful because people are pursuing in areas that you feel you are lackluster in. Yeah, you've got the bigger house, or yeah, you've got the bigger church, or yeah, you've got the bigger organization, or yeah, you've got the bigger this and the bigger that, but because you feel so small inside because of the feelings of inadequacy, you find yourself in resentment. This is why you can't be led by your feelings. you got to let your feelings be dictated and led by your faith. Because if you only do things, if you only pursue purpose when you feel like it, if you only, if you only walk into the vision when you feel like it, if you only cast the vision when you feel like it, if you only do things or, and go after your purpose and, and go after your business and, 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 and have to be focused when you feel like it, ladies and gentlemen, you will never get there. You have to do it even when you don't feel like it. That's the call of leadership. Leadership says, I lead even while I bleed. I I save even while I suffer. Yeah. Leadership says, I'll I'll go even if no one's following. Why, Jared? Because it doesn't matter how I feel. I'm walking in faith. I don't feel like it. Get out your feelings and get into faith. It's okay to have a moment. Just don't turn it into a day. Feel whatever it is you're feeling at this at this moment, you know, and, you know, it doesn't mean that your feelings are not valid. They're your feelings to have. Nobody can tell you how to feel. Um, but at, at some point in time, your justification will, will have to get resolved because the longer you hold on to your justification, the sooner it becomes your excuse. Yeah, you may be justified in your feelings. Yeah, they hurt you. Okay. You can be, you are justified in being upset. But that feeling and that justification, if you're not careful and you don't correct it, will become your excuse to treat everybody poorly out of fear for them treating you badly because of what happened in the past. You begin to take it out on everybody else. Just because you had a tragic or horrific experience with a mentor doesn't mean when you are in that mentor role to others that you do the same thing to them. No. You, you, you use that horrible experience as an example. Use it as a warning of what not to be. How, how, how not to handle someone. Take, take, take the positive and move forward with that. Leave the negative where it is. Make a mental note of I didn't like when this happened to me. So that, so now that when I get in that position, I'm not going to do this to the people connected to me. And that, not, not does, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have feelings about it, but it's how you, how you react or respond to those feelings. If, if you have a bad feeling about something and you react, then it's not going to be a positive outcome. But if you respond instead, then it could be a positive outcome for everybody and you can, you can sustain a relationship. You see, a lot of people are so accustomed to being hurt that they don't know how to function without the pain. They are addicted to the dysfunction of dysfunctional relationships. They cannot function unless there is strife between them and another person that is close to them. 
that is severely unhealthy. So, no, because of what happened to you, you may not feel like allowing anybody else to get close. You may not feel like investing time with anybody else. But it's not about what you feel. When God has called you to do something, you must execute it because he's still holding you responsible and accountable for that which he has told you to do. So we just got to put on our big girl panties, our big boy underwear, and move forward. Yeah, with the, put the Band-Aid on the scars, bandage yourself up, and keep moving forward. Let go of who you need to let go of and move on with your life, regardless if you feel like it or not. You don't feel like doing something until it's really what you want to do. When a person really wants to do something, it doesn't matter how they feel. They do it anyway. People come up with all kinds of excuses when it's time to do something that they don't really feel like doing. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. My, my my cat broke a toenail. My dog ate my homework. Uh, it's raining outside. Uh, I don't know. I got a headache. Man, I don't know. I'm sleepy. I'm tired. There, there's, a, there's a gazillion excuses in the world that can be used and many of them valid as to why you don't want to do something. You don't feel like doing something or that you shouldn't do something. But guess what? So your excuses don't don't matter. They don't pay a bill. They don't get anything accomplished. You are a grown man, a grown woman, and you're going to need to just go ahead and get it done anyway, period. No, nobody's going to come and do it for you. You are responsible for your actions. You are responsible for the life that you are created. My husband told y'all yesterday, wherever you are in life, you make the appointment to be there by your choices and your decisions. That's why you're born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices. So accept whatever choice you made, whatever repercussions, whatever the outcome is of it, and make it work. You figure it out. You make time for that to happen. People make time for who and what they want to make time for. I don't care how super busy, crazy you are, if it's important to you, you will make time for it, period. No, Nobody is really that busy, okay? They just use that as an excuse not to do something else. Listen, we're parents. We don't always feel like being parents every day, all day. But guess what? Whether you plan your child's arrival or not, they're still here. So whether you feel like it or not, they need your time and attention. Period. That's just what it is. Mothers, whatever attention you don't give to your sons, they'll fill the void with resentment and a poor connection with women when they get older. Fathers, whatever attention you don't give your daughters, they'll find it in a series of unhealthy relationships when they get older. They're, they're, that's, that's the deal when it comes to I don't feel like it. There's always a ripple effect of that. If you if you give in to that feeling, because it's one thing to say I don't feel like it and then still do it, even if you do it grudgingly, you still do it. But there's another thing to say, I don't feel like it, and just ignore it altogether. Ignore the issue, ignore what needs to be done, ignore the people. There's a big difference between those two. So so if you just ignore it altogether, now you have some unfinished business, some, some, some loose ends that are not tied that can create a challenge for you later on down the road. My husband will tell you, I'm a very proactive person. When it comes to things, I like to have a plan. I like to have a strategy and be clear on that. You know, I, I do spontaneous things. Yes, I do. But 
you know, I, I prefer to to be proactive versus reactive versus just letting stuff fall apart and then figuring out a way to fix it. No, let's just go ahead and talk about what could happen and plan for that right now. Do I feel like going through all these steps in, in this process? No. But will I be grateful for it later? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just a part of life, and we just got to deal with it, period. Now, you, you don't feel like going to work, do you? Not every time, every morning, every morning you got to get up, you got to deal with traffic. First of all, you got to deal with getting the family together. You got to get yourself together. Somebody got to eat something in the house, whether it's you, them, somebody is calling your name for something. Uh, you know, there's multiple people that need you for something. Then you got to get in the car. You got to drive through traffic. Then you got to get in the office and get tired. You don't feel like being there, but you got to interact with people. Why? Because this is what they, that's what they're paying you to do. So you got to you got to put on. You got to put on your work voice. You got to put on your work face. You got to smile and you got to work your way through the day. Why? Because you got to pay bills. You got stuff to do. Because Comcast, Time Warner, AT and T, Direct TV, they don't care about what you feel like. Centerpoint Energy does not care what you feel like. You have an agreement with them to pay for the services rendered, so they expect you to deliver or they'll cut it off. It's amazing how that works. What if everything else in life was like that, too? What if your purpose work was like that? You know, the one that you keep saying you you know you need to do, but you don't feel like doing, the book you don't feel like writing, the events you don't feel like hosting, you know, the things you're supposed to do that you don't feel like doing. What if they were like all these other utilities or house bills, whereas if you don't do it, you'll get a, a late notice, and then you'll get a disconnection notice, and then they'll cut you off. What, what if God was to cut you off completely from your purpose that he created you to do because you didn't feel like respecting the gift that he gave you and doing something with it? How would you, how, how would you feel about that? You talk about feelings. How would you feel about that? Man, it's amazing how that works because we don't get a disconnection notice from him in the physical about, hey, you ran out of time to get this done. He doesn't tell us we got 30 days to complete this. He don't tell us we got to have this completed by the 19th or it's going to get cut off. No, that's not how he operates. He doesn't operate off of time. He's the author of it, so he's not subject to it. We are, though. Who cares if you don't feel like it? Get up and do it anyway. I don't feel like getting up and doing this call every morning. I was going to tell you, I'm not a morning person. I don't care. I have attempted to change my affirmation to say I am, and they don't come out my mouth. It doesn't work for me with that. But I do it anyway. Why? Because I made a commitment. So whatever. You know, you got to get it done. you got to make it happen no matter what. That's just that's just what it is, folks. Whether you feel like it or not, life goes on, and you have to as well, honey. I don't feel like it. Everything you really want in life is on the other side of I don't feel like it. That dream home you want to live in is on the other side of I don't feel like it. That dream marriage you want to have, those dream vacations you want to go to, that significance you want to serve is on the other side. Of I don't feel like it. When you grow up, because most people don't grow up, they simply grow old, but when you grow up and decide to do it anyway, 
then the real you will stand up. Then the real you will be remembered. Then the real life you're supposed to have will be experienced, even when I don't feel like it. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.